Hi, I'm Serena, and this is my co-host, Mike, and you're listening to Diapers and Deployments, Who's Got It Worse, the podcast that talks about all things military, the good, the bad, and the oh shit. On today's show, we talk about SkillMill's new telehealth program, why Brandon's never allowed to leave for work again, and why Serena's pool is better than Mike's. We also have special guest Melissa Washington from Women Veterans Alliance. This podcast is supported by SkillMill Corporation, helping veterans transition to the civilian workspace. All right, Serena. So since you've been home, I noticed that, you know, all your pictures have you in the pool and hang out with family. And, you know, here I am stuck in the same old place doing the same thing. And you're just out partying every week. And you know what? I love you, but man, I'm a little jealous. Yeah, it's wild. And I, I do love it because I'm an extrovert, unlike my husband, who is the introvert. But it has been nonstop for seven months. And I don't see it really stopping, but I, I enjoy it. I love being around everybody and, you know, making up for lost time. I kind of feel like, <laughs> well, you, you know, you were gone for 20 years and now you're back with family and I know they love having you around and it's great to see your kids with, you know, their cousins and everything. So I yeah. enjoy, look, I'm just kidding. I do enjoy looking at the pictures. Yeah. It's, today was fun. I know you saw some photos today. We, I took the kids to a little farm and they got to go fishing and not, we have a pond in our backyard so they could fish whenever they want, but uh, apparently fishing on a cane pole with uh, uh, worms is much better than, you know, fishing with your spin cast or catching bass in the backyard. I went fishing <laughs> Saturday, Serena. And, you know, I took a picture of my daughter fishing and you're like, Oh, that's the, the picture looks, it's like Facebook, you know, everything looks perfect on Facebook. But right. uh, I took the picture and I sent it to my brother. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, this may re- look relaxing, but it's a hundred degrees. There's no wind and there's no <laughs> fish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so my fishing didn't go as well as yours. Well, you know, like I said, a cane pole and some worms. And my daughter caught a catfish and she caught a bluegill. And oh my God. Yeah. Keegan caught, I don't, he had something on his line, but like I, it's a cane pole. So you got to be careful. You know, he's yanking it out of the water. Oh, I did catch a turtle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And a heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hot down there, isn't it? I mean, it's we had miserable. a. We had 104 heat index last week. It's, you know what they say, it's not the heat, it's humidity. Uh, and yeah. it's true. It's like you're yeah. breathing water when you go outside. And we got a break this week. It's It only was in the 80s this week. 80s, man. I would kill for some 80s. But you know what? Uh, I hate the wintertime. So give me the heat. Bring it on. Right. I mean, I'm like getting sad. I've only owned a pool for one month and I'm already getting bummed out that we have to close it soon. Not uh, soon, but in a few months, you know. My favorite part of my pool is me cleaning it every single day. And then my kids never using it. But you know what? You're new to this pool thing, so enjoy it. <laughs> you know, I have to say, it hasn't been really, like my mom, uh, we had everybody over on Sunday to swim. And, you know, we don't live in our house still because we don't have our household goods. Newsflash, right. but still don't have goods. And my mom was like, have you been here at all this week? And I'm like, not really, just to put the trash out, and, you know, whatever. And she's like, your pool looks awesome. You must not and have I'm a like, bunch of trees around there or something. We actually, our neighbors have tons of trees, but there's no, nothing's dropping in the, I mean, our skimmer works awesome. I mean, you even, Grant, you even have a better pool than me, Serena. This is BS right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is your salt water? No. Oh, I mean, yep. I, that doesn't make a difference about leaves, but I mean, like no. everything's been pretty easy going. Knock on, I'm going to knock on wood. I had a horrible week. Did you really? I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get into it, but I well, got a horrible week. Hey, we might as well. Cause right okay. now. Right now I'm jealous. So, you know, maybe, maybe you can make me feel better about my life this week. Okay. Every service (laughs) member and spouse out there can relate to this, but you know, when, as soon as the service member leaves, all hell breaks loose at home, right? Yes. Okay. So Brandon had to go on a business trip 
And he is literally on his way, like on the road. They had to drive to Ohio is where they're going to an Air Force base, actually. And I get a blowout flat tire in 104 degree heat on the highway with both my kids in the car during rush hour. Oh my gosh. And I'm like out in the middle of Kansas somewhere, like where there's not very many exits on the highway, you know, like there's like five or six miles between an exit. So that sucked. I sat on the highway for two hours waiting for a tow service. Long story short, the tow driver had a, or I had a, a, another Navy spouse who's retired here as well, came to my rescue, tow service came, took us off the highway, changed the tire, great, whatever. Later that night, like midnight, I had, I forgot to put my trash out at my new house. So my mom and I go there to do that. I took my house keys with me only when I'm throwing my rubbish in the trash can, Uh I put my house keys on my mom's, the hood of my mom's car. So I wouldn't throw them in the trash. And then I just get in the car and we drive away. Oh, great. Long story short, I can't find my car keys. And it's like here, it's like midnight. I can't find my car keys. And my mom's like, holy crap, you put them on the hood of my car. Let's go back to your house. Hopefully they're there. Thank God I only live like five minutes from my parents' house. They're not in the driveway. They're not on the, in my street, nothing. So we backtracked the whole way that we, cause we went a different way. My keys traveled on the hood of my mom's car for like three miles. And no way. I, yes. And I found them smashed into a million pieces in the middle of a busy street. Like, and it's midnight, so it's not that busy, but they got so smashed that like my house keys and my like regular keys, not my car keys, but they, they were like bent and twisted. It was wild. And my actual car key was in a bazillion pieces. Like there was, I couldn't uh, use it at all. And you know how expensive car keys are to replace? Uh, oh yes, I do. Okay. So then like on Sunday, my, I go, I park my car in my garage and my son gets out and goes to the trunk because he's going to help me unload groceries. And he's like, mom, why is your car almost touching the ground? And I drive a Lincoln navigator. So it's big high up off the ground. It looks like I'm driving a G-Wagon and I'm not talking about a Mercedes. This thing was literally, (laughs) my air compressor went out (laughs) my car. Oh, your air ride suspension. Yeah, yes. The air compressor for the suspension went out. And Brandon's like, what in the hell? (laughs) New tire, new keys, new air compressor for my air suspension. All in one week. Brandon doesn't need to leave you alone anymore. No shit. (laughs) Hey. Typical, just like you said, uh, all the military families understand once yeah. uh, the military service member leaves, yeah, it all breaks loose at home. Right. So that was, I mean, three things in five days. All I mean, I was like, I'm over it. We've spent a thousand bucks on my car. That could have been a thousand dollars I could have spent on new wallpaper or new furniture for my house or something. But no, I'm getting a flat tire and <laughs> got buying new keys and change, replacing the air pump or air suspension pump, whatever the hell it is. Well, maybe my life doesn't suck after all, Serena. <laughs> Your life doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> I just had a shitty week. That's all. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I do want to say exciting news for you know any veteran and family member out there that we have officially launched telehealth for veteran Serena. Woohoo. I know. I know it's been so long and uh, it, it's we got exactly what we wanted. Uh, the program's amazing. So, uh, you know, we're going to start putting it out this week in some social media, you know, just for friends and family this week. And then next week, uh, we're going to do some email blasts and let veterans know that, hey, there is an alternative out there. You don't want to leave your house, pick up the phone, call a doc, get your prescriptions called in. Uh, you know, and a lot of people right now do not want to leave their house. And, and you know, us, when my daughter's sick, I don't want to drag her to the frigging doctor because they never get sick, you know, 
in the middle of the day, it's always 10 o'clock at night and you have to wait for an appointment the next day and you have to take them out of school. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I can, now I can pick up the phone, you know, and, and they're like, you know what? She's got a runny nose. Here's some medicine, pick it up at the pharmacy. I don't have to step foot in a doctor's office and I don't have to have any co-pays. So I'm excited. Personally, I'm excited because I've wanted yeah. telehealth for a long time. Yeah, that's great. I can't wait to do something like this because like you said, I hate taking the kids out of school and I hate make it. It's it's just inconvenient all around. I got to leave work, take the kids out right. of school. It's just a lot of drama when I could just do it right there for my desk. <laughs> it is a lot of drama and it always happens at night, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Nobody gets an earache in the middle of the day. No, no. Or when you want a day off work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, hey. You heard it here. If your veteran's trying to miss work, tell them, no way. You got telehealth now. <laughs> yeah. And, and hey, they may even do doctor's excuses, but why would you need one? I guess. Well, I guess if your kid's got a fever, you don't want to send them to school. Uh, yeah. Pretty out of doctor's excuse. Yeah. They can't do that anymore. They got to be barf free and fever free for like 48 hours or something like that. Oh, yeah. Because of the COVID. Well, that's even before COVID. I don't know what the new COVID rules are. I mean, they change every day. I was about to say, they change every day. Thank God my kids go private school. So like all that, they're like sticking to the old school rules. Well, I'm down with. Someone Someone gave me a nickname I love. You know, what? all these silly things are going on. And these people, they're called COVIDiots. <laughs> I literally, I'm like so sick and tired of it that I'm like, not I even, it. I don't even pay attention. Yeah, I don't even pay attention anymore. I'm like, whatever. Well, I mean. <sighs> I, I don't want to get into the medical stuff on here, but sure. you know, that's another thing, you know, with telehealth, honestly, if you call in and a lot of hospitals, you can't come in. I mean, if they, you think you have COVID, you could get on the online and get some of the therapeutics, you know, that people are prescribing. If that's what your doctor wants, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't run telehealth. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they think that's right for you, then pick up the phone and they can, you know, give you something because a lot of people, you know, they don't want you in the emergency room. They don't want you filling up the hospitals and unless you're really sick, because one of my neighbors right. has COVID right now. They're not even seeing you. They're, they're like, go home until you can't breathe and then come back and see us. Right. I mean, and like you said, COVID or no COVID, the telehealth thing is pretty awesome just for the convenient level uh, or like uh, aspect, excuse me, the convenient aspect. So, I mean, like COVID or not. Right. Well, I, if I, I can sit in front of a computer and talk to somebody, I'd much rather do that and get everybody in the car and go to the doctor. <laughs> Lose your keys, when, have a yo, blowout, you know, oh th- that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, don't ride with Serena, uh, first of yeah. all, and pick up the phone Not and call your month. doctor. <laughs> we have Melissa Washington with us today, and she is the CEO and founder of Women Veterans Alliance. So oh. hi, Melissa. Hey there. Well, welcome to the show, Melissa. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. Hey, rumor has it that you were also in the military, in the Navy. You're one of us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I got a, got a little sea salt there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I know sailors that never went to sea. So I don't know if you call them sailors or not. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I, I know a few. I know a few. Yeah. Been 20 years and never deployed or on, on a ship. They might have stepped foot on it, but had to leave right. at the end of the day. So. I, I'm just a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe that's even a thing. I, I mean, know. 
I know. So how long were you in? What'd you do in the military? So um, I was in, I joined in 1991 and I was a storekeeper. And I, my first ship I was on was the USS Grapple, a rescue salvage ship out of uh, Little Creek, Virginia, and did a six month Mediterranean cruise Ooh, out oh. of there. Yes. So, you know, when you're like 18, 19, you know, going I to the Mediterranean that. single. Yeah. That was me. Hey, in 1988, I joined. And in 1989, my first ship in the Mediterranean, you know, six month deployment. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, not awesome, but it sounds really dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> Mediterranean cruise. I think of like uh, a cruise ship. Sorry, uh, I want to speak for Melissa here and tell you it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. dreamy. <laughs> Cause it sounds like she was new like me. So I did a lot of cleaning. I don't know about you. Melissa. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was on my best behavior so I can get off the ship. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, of course. This may surprise uh, you and, and Serena, but I have been a Liberty risk, but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, shocker. <laughs> but I'm sorry to interrupt you, Melissa. So what else? No, that's fine. So I'm from California and being stationed on the East Coast kind of wasn't my thing. And I was looking for opportunity to come back to San Diego. And my CEO said, you can, but you have to do what's called a swap. Hmm. So mind you, this is now we're in 1992, 93. There was no internet. There was no Google. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to go the old fashioned way because the criteria was I had to find another woman, equal rank and equal time left. Oh, the swap. So it was literally you're swapping. I found her. Man. I know it took a while, but hey, I was determined. I was determined to find her. So I found her and went on board the um, USS Acadia destroyer tender out of 32nd Street in San Diego. And it was on there. And then probably about a couple months I was there, we were on our way to a six month Westpac. Oh, oh my aren't those gosh. so much better? It's very, very different. Fortunately, unfortunately, this time, so this is 1993, we spent Christmas off the coast of Somalia as we were supporting all the destroyers that were there, supporting all the efforts in. Uh, Somalia at that time. So even though it's December, it was very humid oh, yeah. there. Yeah. It's awful. And, you know, CO wouldn't let us wear shorts or anything. It's just, you know, you're just trying to do your best with, you know, wearing dungarees or coveralls. So that was the, the other part was fine. You know, going to the Persian Gulf, going to, you know, Bali and Japan and Hawaii. Well, in, in the submarine, it was always, you know, sunny in 72 or something. <laughs> <laughs> no sun. <laughs> yeah, sunny. Yeah, right. Uh, it's those neon lights or whatever they're called, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for your service. I know uh, me and Serena talk about that. A lot of people say it, you know, uh, we mean it. So thank you. And that's awesome. And being a female veteran, right, mm -hmm. probably back then wasn't like it is today. So nope. thank you so much. And now what, what you're doing now, like, when did it start? You know, what led you to that? What led you to <laughs> Women Veterans Alliance? Well, you know, let's fast forward 20 plus years, right? Okay. You know, having worked in corporate America for a long time. But one of the things, so this is 2014, I was looking for opportunity to network with other women veterans. I'm coming from corporate America, you know, I do a lot of networking as well. And I couldn't find a group. Mm -hmm. um, I live near Sacramento and I called around and they said, well, the VA has a support group. I'm like, no, I'm, that's not what I'm looking for. And, <laughs> yeah. and I was not interested in the traditional veteran organizations. That's just not my thing. So I started my own. I got about 20 women together at El Torito's in Sacramento, January, 2015. And what started as, I like to call it as a hobby. It was just, hey, we'll get together the third Thursday of every month. We'll have dinner. We'll bring in a speaker. 
And it just continued to grow and grow and grow to where we are six years later. It grew pretty fast. And I honestly, I did not realize the need and that such the gap when it comes to resources and women feeling isolated, women not feeling connected, women women not feeling that they're veterans. And so I started talking to women and listening and hearing and all these things like, oh my gosh, there's such this need for, for what I've created here. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so you started it for the right reason and then it grew into a business, you know, yeah. because of your passion. Absolutely, I'm telling you, but if I would have put business plan together at that time, I probably wouldn't have done it because I would have looked at all of them like, <laughs> It's probably not going to work. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to make money for a long time, but you know, oh, yeah, let's and do it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So trying to find revenue sources to continue to, to do what we do. Well, a lot of veteran companies go through that in the beginning. You know, even us, you don't have a lot of revenue. You want to do the right thing for the veteran though, right? And if you do that mm-hmm. for long enough and the revenue will come, but you know, you're going to go three, four or five years and you're just not going to make any money. That's just a fact when you start something yeah. like this. So thank absolutely. you. So you got to be ready, you know, you got to be ready to uh, personally deplete your savings, refinance your house, do whatever it takes to, to, to keep her going. Cause I'd already jumped to the deep end. I wasn't testing the water. I was already, uh, I was already there. I couldn't yeah. get back now. Yeah. So it's been worth every second that I able to help and transform other women's lives. I mean, it's just, it's very transforming. I'm wondering what exactly you do. Like yeah, that's what my question, like get into detail of what are you doing to provide for these women veterans? I know it's networking, but like, what's the nitty gritty? Absolutely. So just overall, then I'll get into the nitty gritty. Some people ask, what do we do? We're connecting women with each other and resources. I mean, we're filling that gap when she transitions out, whether she transitions out yesterday or 20 years ago, there's still such that gap of connecting each other and all these resources that are out there and where do they go? So we become that connector, that hub. And we do that through our, one, through our website. We have an awesome website. What's that address, if you don't mind? Womenveteransalliance.com. Actually, you can just Google Women Veterans Alliance, and I 100% guarantee you we're coming up. Actually, you can even <laughs> Google Women Veterans as we come up now on the first page. Oh, that's right. good. That's some good Google yeah. searching. <laughs> yes, because I feel it's very important for us to be there because that way, you know, when someone's looking, whether it's, you know, woman veteran or someone that is helping her, we come up on that page so they can find us. So we can be that, that navigator, that connector for them. We're on all social media. Again, another way to connect with women veterans out there on all the platforms and ways, you know, and making sure we're having, you know, consistent content. We become that referral, that resource. We also have an allies directory. And what the allies directory is, it's organizations where their predominant focus is women veterans. And it's on our website. You just click on directories, click on allies. And these are women veteran organizations throughout the U.S. They Mm -hmm. add their information. And it's just a great way, again, for us to connect them with other women veteran organizations in their cities. So we've got that. Uh, Also, we have another director. We have the only online directory for women veteran-owned businesses. I'm looking at that right now. That's pretty cool. I took a little peek at your website. I see that. Yes. So we have that. Uh, A lot of times people will call and say, hey, I want to do business with a woman veteran. Do you know a woman veteran that does this? I have no idea. So we create this directory for women to come on, you know, and then they can add their information onto the directory. We also have, of course, a store and we have our own jewelry line, which I actually have on here. We have our lady veteran jewelry line, which oh, comes in cool. necklaces and bracelets. We, of course, have shirts and hats and, and a lot of stuff we've created because of what I find, you know, if you go to the um, the exchange, it's usually the, the spouse, right? The military right. wife. <laughs> sure. Yeah. In yeah. the yeah. woman's section, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, 
know, what can we have that's more feminine? Yeah, it says veteran, but sometimes just having the word veteran is not even enough for a woman to wear that because still there's that assumption that it's the husband's shirt. Even if it's an army shirt, it's sometimes the assumption you can even wear a veteran. Um, so it's so important sometimes I have to put the word women before the veteran on there. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that on the show before. I mean, it's an assumption made by many that if you walk into a restaurant and ask for you know, a military discount, they just assume that the male is the service member and the female is a spouse. And that's just not the case. I mean, you can't assume that so many women are serving. And we talked about the VA too. The VA's come a long way in helping women, you know, with a lot of their medical issues in the last four or five years. And there's still some a long way to go, honestly, to help our female veterans. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, if you look at our population, we're about 2 million our population is increasing year over year. So, you know, if we don't have services and resources for women veterans today, how can we have them for next year when women are, you know, continually more getting out of the military, you know, and and looking at just our active duty population, our reserve um, and guard population. And of course, having the VA, you know, keeping up with women veterans needs, but also too, another thing is women veterans need to use the VA. So uh, yeah, you can complain, hey, well, the VA doesn't have this, but are you using it? No. So it's just like, and, and I understand the challenges the VA has when it comes to staffing. You know, it's like, okay, if you're a doctor, do you want to work for the VA or do you want to work at, you know, Kaiser, your own private practice, right? right. So you have that and then staffing. And then, you know, with the women veterans healthcare at, at the locations, if not enough women are coming to get their gynecology needs or other primary care, then how can the VA staff it? Right. Right. Because it's expensive. It yeah. is. So it's very important that we use it or you don't have to use it. So I use both. I use my husband's retired. So I use our TRICARE, but then I also use the VA because I have VA healthcare and I'm also service disabled connected, but utilizing that and just using both. So it's just, I mean, that could be a whole other segment, just talking about of course, yeah. People that piece. You said your husband was retired. So he was prior military as well? Yes. Yes. He uh, retired after 21 years from the Marine Corps. And that's where we met right out of, uh, at an A school, I met him. Oh, he's a Marine. He's a Marine. So you have have a grown ass kid at home then. I do every day. day. I hope he does it here because you might see him pop up here. (laughs) Well, you know, I always tell people, you know, the, the Navy, we're like adult supervision for the Marine Corps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. So that's, that's how that happened. So, but we joke all the time. Cause he was on, you know, attached to ships. So, you know, having that, you know, if you're just in aviation or you're on land, it's a different Marine Corps experience it than is. being on a ship. And mm-hmm. so he, he, he gets it. I get it. So, yes. yeah. So I know that obviously this past 18 months, you know, 2020, 2021 have not been the greatest, but does women veterans Alliance do any kind of like uh, in-person group events or anything like that? Absolutely. So we do both. So we, um, being here in Sacramento, of course, this is this is what we call the mothership because mm-hmm. this is where it happens and we're very dialed in. So we do still actually meet up on the third Thursday of the month. And um, so what we were doing, of course, during COVID was doing it online. So mm-hmm. we're this is our third in-person meetup. Oh, wow. So is this nationwide or is it just in Sacramento or? We're a nationwide organization. We serve right. women actually globally because we still, you know, if women's on, if women are on active duty, you know, station yeah. other 
So we are we are nationwide focus as far as the in-person stuff. Since I'm here in Sacramento, we do in-person stuff here. Um, but we also have our annual signature event, which is called the Unconference. Our sixth one is coming up in Las Vegas in October. Oh. Spouses come, we get caregivers, just others that want to you know learn how to better connect to the women veteran community that, that come for an amazing three-day weekend. So what do you do at this Unconference? They drink. Well, <laughs> they drink. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> Especially in Vegas. I mean, come on. That they can't tell happen. you what they do, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious side, um, and we do actually, we've had previously wine tasting class. Oh, so, we, oh. you know, so the, the weekend is, um, the, you know, a lot of the traditional breakout sessions, you know, you got the, the general speaker, but what makes us different is we provide kids care. Oh, uh, yeah. which is such a barrier for women, not just sure. single women, just women in general. It's like, yeah. like, you know, where do I keep the kids? They can bring the kids. They're close, but not too close. Mm-hmm. Right. We feed them activities. Uh, we also bring in horses for equine therapy. Previous years, we've been on a golf course. So we had brought in a golf pro to do some golf lessons. Uh, we bring in massage therapist, makeup, hair. Wow. We, do, we do professional oh, headshots. So, Serena, we got to get into this. Yeah. And that's awesome. The, the headshots. That's a huge one. I hate when people are like, you need a headshot. Oh, just go to the drugstore and get a passport picture. And I'm like, yeah. no, Yeah, like you need a professional. That's a, I mean, it's really, that's a, a, a we do idea. everything. I I've designed it to think of as, especially as women, right? If I had something, if I had time, I would do this. If I had time, I would get a massage. If I had time, I would get a flu shot. We bring in the VA because where it's usually in fall, so they have they bring in their flu shots. So women they bring the VA van, and women can get their flu shots. So another That's great awesome. way to, you know, just to get those things checked off your list. We have a painting class. Um, this year we might do a mixology class, a dance class. We also award our small business award, which I'll talk about um, there. Uh, we have a party. It's just there's just so much that happens. We have a new clothing boutique, which is very very important, and um, that it's new clothing. I mean, yeah, it's great to get used clothing, but I, I, I kind of just that wears on me when people want to uh, donate their grandma's yeah. clothing <laughs> pass to women veterans. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, okay, donate. I mean, if you want to donate, donate new clothes or give gift cards for Macy's or something, you know, it just, right. it's just, to me, it's belittling sure. the sacrifice that we've made. So mm-hmm. we have brand new clothing. I mean, they're very nice clothing and we have stylists that style them too, so that they could leave with... Open the brand new clothing. Man, well, I I think Serena needs to go for the weekend. I, I I'm not going to go, but uh, Serena, next next year, it's all you. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to check it out. <laughs> I mean, who, number one, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? And then who, I love talking to people well, and meeting new people, and networking. I would love to do something. I know you guys things. could have a table. We have a whole exhibitor area, sponsor area. Let's um, get on that. And maybe we could just do a podcast from there. Hey, oh, yeah. Good. See, yeah. there you go. That there would be cool. Go. go ahead. So go to our YouTube channel and oh. what, right when you go to YouTube, the video will play. We have a video um, from a couple of years ago on there. And that's pretty much, you'll you'll get the gist of, okay. of, of what happens at, at, at our event. Well, so All me, right. me and Serena are starting the YouTube channel here shortly. Uh, that should be fun. We'll have to comb our hair after that, Serena. I know. No more laying in the pool before I uh, do a, <laughs> a show, right? <laughs> Well, no, well, that's we, not what I was doing today. I promise. We don't want to hold you up, but you know, I do know you, that you have a nonprofit. I want you to spend a few minutes talking about that before we let you go. 
Absolutely. So I, I started Women Veterans Giving for um, a couple of reasons. One is we need more women on boards, and this is a great opportunity to give women opportunity to serve on a, a board, on which they can utilize. You know, going forward, maybe they want to serve on another board. At least it gives them some experience of them that they can put on their resume. And um, also, too, there's such a gap when it comes to having funding specifically for women veterans. Me being a small business owner, you know, you, you borrow, you do all these other things. So we created a small business award um, that we give out, and it's to a woman veteran to start or expand her business. Um, to date, we've given over $10,000. This year, hopefully, we'll give $5,000. We don't have any major sponsors, so this is we're very grassroots as far as money we raise to be able to give to women. And, um, and we give her the check right there, so I always let the women know, the finalists. Have your uh, bank app on your phone because you can deposit that check <laughs> when we hand it to you uh, there. And it's your money to use how you need to use it. So uh, we've had some great success stories you know, from the uh, previous women that have won. And also another program is we provide scholarships for women to attend our conference, but also other conferences. As I feel it's a great way to help women get integrated back into their communities and sending them to conferences. So we also raise money to help women get there. And that's our main purpose of our nonprofit. Well, awesome. Thank you for everything that you're doing for our female veterans. I appreciate it. I know Serena appreciates it. I do. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I hope you had fun. We had fun. Uh, I did. It goes by so fast. It does. See, and the last thing I want you to tell us is how do, how do we get involved? Like, if I am a female veteran, how do I get involved? Or if I want to give money, how do I get involved? So you can go to Women Veterans Alliance and you can click on the, you know, subscribe to our newsletter, follow our social media. Again, just type in Women Veterans Alliance. And also on Women Veterans Giving, we have a donate button. You can donate one-time donation. You can do a reoccurring donation. So any opportunity there. Okay. So if you're listening, recurring is always better. <laughs> it, absolutely. Oh, and we also have the roundup feature where you can choose one of your debit cards. So if you say it's like 563, it'll round it up to the, the dollar and we get the change. So oh, that's cool. That is cool. I I use that for, for my uh, youngest child for savings. Like I round up and it adds up pretty fast. It's actually, yeah. you never miss it. And it's great. I'm glad you said that. that that's yes. a great way for you guys to raise money. Absolutely. But thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And we look forward to everything you want to do in the future to help our female veterans. And we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you both. Thank you. Once again. I know. (laughs) Learning something new. (laughs) Well, it's a great organization, you know, and we talked about females and female veterans on the show before. And I'm, it's nice to see that, you know, there's people out there that care enough and she started a business and, I know she lost money for a while. She's too humble to say that. But when you yeah. first start out and she did it out of passion, well, she did kind of mention she emptied some bank accounts or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Refinanced her house and emptied her yeah. savings account. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Good on her. And I'm just another organization that helps our veterans. Yeah. So all those women veterans that are listening to us, you need to go check them out, uh, start networking and maybe uh, donate a little bit if you can, because you were in these shoes before with these women. Yeah. Uh, and they are launching a, they are launching a magazine in January. I know we had talked offline a little bit, so that'll the information for that will be on their website. But I I don't want to go without saying, Serena, they give flu shots, drink wine, and get massages in Vegas. So I I, I don't see a problem. I I like. I mean, it. hook me up. <laughs> Serena's going to Vegas. Yeah, I need a beverage and a flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
What you, you know, drinking? You know, <laughs> uh, I have tried. I tried this bourbon. It's Legacy, and uh, it's not horrible. It's not great, but it's brown. It tastes uh-huh. pretty good, and it's kept me married for another couple of weeks. So well, that's nice. <laughs> How about you? Um, so my brother and I did an experiment about a month ago where we made these uh, cocktails called Stoli Dolis. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. So there is this restaurant called Capital Grill. I don't know if it's just like a regional restaurant or if it's all over the country. It's probably all over the country, but they make these like $15 martinis called Stoli Dolis. And it's where they marinate pineapple and vodka for like a month. And then it's just shaken and poured. You can either have it on the rocks or in a martini glass, right? But it's $15 for one of them. It sounds a little foo-foo for me, but... Yeah, probably so. But my brother's like, to hell with that. Let's go to Costco. And get some <laughs> <Yes. pineapples." laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. So we get some pineapples and he buys a couple handles of vodka and we made our own batch and we just got to try it. How was it? Delicious. I so love good. Costco. Yeah. So, and like literally, I think like the pineapples cost 15 bucks. We got like three or four of them. And then the, he got two handles of vodka. I don't know how much that was, but it literally made like a huge gigantic, I don't even know how many gallons this thing is of Stoli Doli mix, but they are strong. So you can have like, I mean, I like, I can't drink more than just a little martini glass of it or else I'm going to be lit. (laughs) So, you know, it actually sounds pretty good. I normally don't like foo-foo drinks, but I'm okay with vodka and I like pineapple. So I was going to say, if you like, it's a very, it's a very, it's not a sweet drink. So like, if you like vodka, then you'd like this drink because that's basically what you're, I mean, it's like, it's just a martini. Do you oh. drink dirty martinis or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I used to. Yeah, so it's like that, but with a vodka martini is basically it with a little hint of pineapple. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you're talking about experimenting. My daughter came home two days ago. She goes, Dad, uh, we have to, we're doing a Bloody Mary contest. She says, can I make some different Bloody Marys for you to try? I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah, can I get, <laughs> can I get invited to that party? <laughs> so, you know, hey, maybe I'll review her Bloody Marys on the next show. Heck yeah. I love a good Bloody Mary any time of day, morning, noon, or night. I do too. And you know what? If you're on an airplane and it's 6 a.m., no one's judging. No one's no. judging. Nobody judges you once you step foot in the airport. There's no more rules. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Diapers and Deployments brought to you by Skill Mill. Go to skillmill.com to check out our blog and create an account. You can also find us on social media. Let us help you find your next career. Don't forget that skill with two L's and mill with one. Until next time.